morning, and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. This week leading up to Good Friday and Easter Sunday is known as the Passion Week. And so we're going to take some time each day to talk about some of the things that happened with Jesus and the disciples and the Pharisees and the crowds of people so we can understand a little bit more about what was going on leading up to Jesus' crucifixion. First of all, we need to understand something that's really important. Nothing that happened was a surprise to Jesus. He was aware of absolutely all of it. He wasn't offended by anything that happened. He wasn't overwhelmed. Although he showed tremendous strain and stress in the garden when he was praying, he was not afraid to face what was coming up. He knew this was his purpose for his life. And we need to remember that this is the reason that Jesus came to this earth and was born in a manger 33 years before. So let's begin by talking about what happened on Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is all about remembering how the crowds received Jesus and worshipped him as he arrived in Jerusalem for the Passover. They cheered him. They laid down palm branches before him and shouted out, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. The people were all excited. They had heard about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. They had heard about the miracles he had performed. They'd heard about his teachings. In fact, many of them had sat and listened to his teaching, and they knew who he was, what he did, and the power of God that was on him. They were excited. But this created a problem for the religious leaders because they were supposed to be the focus during Passover. They were the ones who were going to perform the rituals and the religious rites. They were the ones who the people should be looking to as the religious leaders. And yet now Jesus was looked upon as a powerful prophet, more powerful than they were. And this really upset them. They were really concerned about the power that Jesus had. And so when they saw the people celebrating Jesus like they were, the Pharisees and religious leaders began to plot how they could get rid of Jesus. In Mark chapter 11 and verse 11, we are told that Jesus came into Jerusalem and then he went to the temple. And after looking around carefully at everything, he left because it was late afternoon. And then he returned to Bethany with the 12 disciples. Jesus spent every night, except for Thursday night, back in Bethany. He would come to Jerusalem during the day, and he would then go back to Bethany at night. And so the next morning, he gets up and begins that three-kilometer walk back to Jerusalem. This time, there were no crowds to greet him, and instead, Jesus looked out across the city of Jerusalem, and he wept. Matthew chapter 23, beginning in verse 37, we read what Jesus was feeling. He said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers. How often have I wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you won't let me. And now look, your house is abandoned and desolate, for I tell you this, you will never see me again until you say blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus then enters the city with his disciples. They enter the temple and find people buying and selling merchandise there. Jesus gets angry. He tips over the tables and declares that my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. But you have made it a den of robbers. 
Again, the Pharisees, who were making money off of the selling in the temple, got even more upset with Jesus. And then at the end of the day, he goes back to Bethany. Of course, there are other events that took place here, but these are the key ones. The celebration of the people greeting Jesus and worshiping him as he arrived in Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And then Jesus, very emotional, weeping over Jerusalem because they wouldn't accept him in the way that they needed to and believe who he was in the way that they needed to. And then he cleansed the temple of the people who were making God's house a mockery. For me, one of the things that speaks most deeply about this whole situation during the Passion Week is Jesus' boldness, his focus, his ability to go and keep moving ahead when he knew what was coming. He knew he was going to die, but he also knew that it was going to be an atrocious, absolutely horrible death. And it wasn't going to be quick and easy. It was going to be slow and extremely painful. But that never caused him to lose focus. He always stayed on track. Now, believe it or not, that should actually be comforting to us. Jesus is aware of what it's like to go through things that are going to be horrible and tough and really, really painful and difficult. He knows what that's like. And so when we're going through things that are really, really hard and we call on Jesus to help us, we know that he's already been there, he's already done it, and he's already conquered it. He is there for us because he understands. Every gospel has a portion of these lessons we're going to be talking about this week. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they're all there. If you want to read more, and there is a lot more, take a look and read them through. But remember today that Jesus was aware of what he was facing, and he did not shy away from it. He faced it with boldness and strength and certainty, and he did that because he loves you and me. Have a great day, my friends, and we will talk again tomorrow. for listening today and I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mac.